Can I ever trust again? Did that question ever pop up for you? Did it ever infiltrate your thoughts, wondering after narcissistic abuse, is it possible to even be able to trust another person? Is it possible to get into a relationship that wasn't this way? Maybe you're watching this today and you've noticed a cycle of abuse that you've been in. Maybe the cycle of being with the same person and having them love bomb and idealize you, devalue, discard you, recycle you, and start the process all over again. Or maybe you're coming here and you're realizing, hey, I've had a litany and a train of all of these toxic relationships in my life since childhood. My parents were narcissistic, then my first boyfriend, the first girlfriend, like started through this whole process and realized that a lot of the people in my life have been toxic have been ones that have actually hurt me. We see this a lot of times where people stay in these toxic relationships for a long period of time, wondering, how do I actually get past this? What do I actually do? And then when you finally get free and you finally start to heal, a lot of times you get to a place where you start to wonder and doubt, can I even trust again? Maybe you've started to step into the dating field and you've started to date other people and it feels like every single person that you talk to is narcissistic. They're, they're texting too much, they're coming on too strong, they're coming on too slow, they, they seem like they're love bombing, they seem like they're future faking, all these different like flags pop up. Now, I don't want to say that's not true because there might be a decent people in your life that are narcissistic that are just attracted to you or that you're attracted to because it feels safe, because it feels like this cycle that you've been in, you're used to. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, but I want you to also consider, like, besides just, like, the cycle piece, you moving forward in your healing process has to bring you to the place of trusting. Now, not just trusting the other person, because that's not actually the question here. The question that I started off with uh, is, do you think I'll ever be able to trust again, or can I trust anybody? Now, at the end of the day, that is the question that people are seeking the answer to, but not necessarily the question that they need to be asking. Part of the actual question that they need to be asking is, how can I trust myself again? Because when it boils down, the majority of people have a story or a thought process running through their heads that goes back to the aspect of, I don't trust myself to pick the right person. I have a broken picker. I have a, a broken sense of reality that keeps putting me in these toxic, narcissistic relationships. And I don't know if I can trust again, meaning I don't know if I can trust myself again. If you resonate with that, leave a comment down below so other people know that they're not alone. Because there's so many people that struggle with this question of like, I'm just never going to date again. I just don't think I can do this. I don't know who I can trust. I don't think I can trust anybody. So therefore, I'm just going to close off. I'm not, I'm like, I'm done. And I get it. And I understand where you are. But I want you to understand part of it is not necessarily just trusting other people. Part of it is trusting yourself. Did you ever have this happen in your relationship where you look back at the beginning or during parts of the relationship and you see the red flags? Now, red flags that you didn't see in the moment because you were driving through a field with rose-colored glasses and they just looked like flags. It looked like you were going to a party or a fair. And then when you look back without the rose-colored glasses, you start to realize 
all of those were red flags trying to warn you of the impending abuse that was coming. And so as you look back and you see that, it's so easy for, for survivors to start beating themselves up. Like, gosh, why did I not see that flag? It was a giant red flag. It was huge and I missed it. How is that even possible? Why couldn't I have seen that? And the ones you take a pause and just give yourself some grace. So many people beat themselves up after narcissistic abuse. Like you continue abusing you just like the narcissist did after narcissistic abuse by looking back at who you used to be and looking back at how the relationship used to be and telling yourself that you're stupid and telling yourself that you're an idiot for not seeing the red flags. Now, in the illustration I gave, you're driving along with rose-colored glasses and you're seeing flags, but you don't know that they're red flags. You don't know that they're like these bad flags. Now, it's because in the moment you didn't realize that you're wearing rose-colored glasses. And so all the red just kind of views as normal. And so when you start to look back and realize that you have those on, it's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. And then it steps into, oh, I'm so stupid for not realizing it. What I'd want you to consider is when you were four years old, how much did you understand about algebra or geometry or trigonometry or like some of the higher level like math or maybe like in the particular business or industry that you're in, how much of that did you understand when you were four years old? The probability is unless you were like this brilliant genius, you probably didn't have a clue about any of those things when you were that age. Why? Because you didn't have the capacity and you hadn't learned it yet. And that's the difference that you see in narcissistic relationships. Like you get with a person that you haven't learned the things that you're actually supposed to be avoiding. You haven't learned that those are actual red flags. You're just like party. No, it's red flags. Like you haven't learned those things. But when you look back on the past, you start to judge yourself based on the things you know now. So the one of the things I want you to understand is you cannot judge yourself on the past based on knowledge you have now in the present. Because otherwise you beat yourself up for something that you couldn't have known. You know the phrase like hindsight is twenty twenty. Like it's easier to see stuff after it's already happened. Very easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The problem is you start to look at it and you be like, well, if it was this easy for me to see now that I have awareness, it should have been that easy for me to see back then. That's not the case. You hadn't seen it. You hadn't learned it. You hadn't known it. And so this process, first off, is giving you grace to be able to step you forward in building your own trust and building your own movement forward in your healing process. So as you do this, give yourself grace first and foremost. And then as you start to move forward in the healing process, understand there's going to be times where you're going to doubt everybody. But a lot of times it's going to come back to you doubting yourself. Can I actually trust me? How do we work on that? How do we develop that? First, we need to start working on your confidence. Part of that is very simple. It's developing consistent daily habits that start putting you back into power. Now, in power, I'm not saying this like power control, hungry like aspect thing. I'm just saying, hey, you show up and you have energy. You show up and you have motivation. You show up and you're ready to go. And we're not just talking about ready to go to run a marathon, but ready to go to live and win at life. Sometimes that starts off simply by getting up and you say you're going to get up, 
working out when you say you're going to work out and eating the food you say you're going to eat to be able to fuel your body and then help you move forward. When you've fueled your body, when you've helped yourself on these daily habits of you investing into you, it lets you engage in a different level of even spirituality, of understanding who God is, understanding who you are, understanding your circumstances, sitting in silence and meditating, praying, all these different things that start to attune you closer to God, to the universe, to yourself. Then you start investing in other relationships. Being able to dive into relationships and say, okay, how do I actually connect with other people? People that I know are healthy. How do I foster these relationships? How do I use this as a standard for all my other relationships so that I don't get sucked into toxicity anymore? And then how do I'm actually investing in myself, in my business, in growing myself, in developing myself, in developing the, the people that I serve and the people that I lead? All of these different pieces are essential and important for you to start building daily habits. Now, as you do this, it puts you into a place of power. That's what I mentioned earlier. Power to be able to make decisions, to be able to move in directions that you haven't moved before. People like A way for you to be able to grow and develop who you actually are. Then you're able to actually sit there and work through the problems and the issues that are in your mind and in your life on a day-to-day basis. The questions of, did he actually love me? What was actually demonstrated? What was actually shown? What about this? What about this? All those questions start to get answered as you come to the table with a clear mind. Understanding, hey, I'm going to deal with my feelings and my emotions. I'm going to deal with the facts of the situation. I'm not going to like combine them and confuse them. I'm going to look at them separately. Hey, this is just a fact. It doesn't mean it's good or bad. This is just a fact. Now, how do I feel about that fact? What do I need to work through the facts and the feeling to be able to figure out what has actually brought me to this place? Like, what was my perspective that brought me in this situation that put me here? What do I need to change about that so that I don't get sucked into another relationship? And then we start building healthy boundaries. So start making sure that you don't go back to a toxic person or that you don't get involved with another toxic person down the road, but that you actually continue to invest in you. One of the biggest ways we can tell when someone's pulled into narcissistic abuse is the lack of self that happens for you. You normally don't move into a toxic relationship and you still keep functioning at a high level of you investing your time, your energy, and your money into you. But instead, it becomes focused on another person. So if you have someone who comes into your life and starts to pull you away from your goals, your vision, your values of who you are and who you want to be, that's a red flag. That's something to be like, wait a second, is this actually helping me move forward in the area that I know I want to move forward? Or is this distracting me? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Narcissists love to be able to distract you and pull you off to the side so that you don't actually focus on your growth, your healing, and your development. Hopefully this makes sense just in walking through some of this process. Like in order to be free, in order to be able to trust other people again, you first have to develop a level of trust in you. Some of that trust is just you showing up consistently for you. Not for other people, not in other styles, not in other ways, but just showing up consistently for you. That could be super complicated or it could be super easy. 
Did you wake up when you said you're going to wake up? Did you work out when you said you were going to work out? Did you eat what you said you were going to eat? And did you do it consistently to be able to show you, hey, this is actually happening. I'm actually showing up in a healthy way doing this. Now, is all of life and is all of ways to be able to heal from narcissistic abuse just habits? No, not necessarily. But they do help put you in a place of confidence and certainty so you can move forward to get clarity about what happened and how to be free. If you want to know more about that, how we set people free every single day, you can go to claritychallenge.net. Scroll down and listen to some of the other survivors that have already graduated from the Clarity Challenge or moved into our Thriver community, helping them maximize and move forward of who they actually are and what's actually happening. Because the more you're able to be free and to be liberated from the narcissistic abuse, the more you're able to see your value, your worth, and start to actually invest in you. 